Welcome to the Conscious Educator Playground, where we collaborate with trusted educators from around the world to ignite and empower a passionate community committed to revolutionizing education from the inside out. Join me as we create our lives and our cultures on purpose. This is the Conscious Educator Playground. Let's play. Hello, everyone. I am Sandy Herrera, and this is the Conscious Educator Playground Masterclass. And we are going to be diving in today to relationship trust and what that means and what that looks like. And uh, I will be welcoming my co-host, Sheba Rashada, here shortly. And wanted to um, really dive in today. This is such a hot topic uh, that as school years are starting, we're beginning to see all of the um, pieces and parts that, that we navigate when it comes to relationships and what that's like. And so we're going to um, really get, get into the nitty gritty of the cost of having relationships that actually don't work for us, um, as well as those that do, and what are the components of that. And so um, a little bit of, of background for those of you that, that don't know uh, who I am or um, why we're doing these, um, these episodes. Uh, my background is in, uh, in corporate culture transformation and uh, strategic operations. And it was about um, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, that um, I jumped into the world of education and started working with our schools to make them great places to work so that they can be great places to learn. And it was there that um, I really found my purpose and my passion in focusing on the educators of this world and helping them take their power back uh, so that we can actually revolutionize education from the inside out. So this um, masterclass series um, that actually is part of our podcast as well, the Conscious Educator Playground, where all podcasts are, um, you can check us out there. And she was having a little technology difficulty, so she'll be right back. Um, and wanted to uh, just really continue to have these deep dive conversations into topics that are meaningful, not only for our educators, but for humans in general, because at the end of the day, we are all teachers and we are all students. And with, um, with this masterclass series of the Conscious Educator Playground podcast, we, um, Sheba and I pick different topics and, and dive into them uh, each week on Thursdays. And we also have a trusted educator series uh, that we will be interviewing trusted educators from around the world who are um, really focused on elevating their own consciousness as well as the consciousness of those that they serve and really leading from that place of being intentional, or as I like to say, living your life uh, and your culture on purpose. And so one of the um, reasons why I asked Sheba uh, several months ago to be my co-host is because of her brilliance as an educator, as an edupreneur, as someone who is really making a difference in the world of education, not only for educators, but for students. And Sheba has recently moved to the East Coast. I met her when she was living in Las Vegas, working uh, in the school district here. And uh, on the East Coast, she's really being able to experience this, um, the diverse experiences that, that happen in schools all across the United States. And it really kind of gives us a bird's eye view. And then we'll be bringing on trusted educators um, from around the world so that we can understand that we're not alone. There's a lot of the same challenges that are happening everywhere. 
And um, so, Sheba, you have taught so many educators um, to hone their craft of being the best version of themselves for their students. You have inspired so many students to show up as the best version of themselves. And at the core of it is relationships and trust. And we've talked a lot uh, through our various conversations about building and growing trust on purpose, creating safe environments. What is it like to feel safe in conversations? And, and I want to get to that today. Uh, but first, I want to start by saying, welcome. You got your technology figured out. You're here. <laughs> I'm so oh, yeah, happy I'm to so, And I'm so sorry. And I hate to come on to the master yeah. class like that. But th I have two kids that are moving into college, like literally, like onto their campuses in two days. And the whole house is like... <laughs> You are, it's perfectly beautiful where you're at. And, and actually I found this new, new setting mm -hmm. on Zoom. This is total yes. sidebar. Oh, um, the one that does like the background. Immersive setting. Okay. And I'm thinking, do we need a coffee shop or do we need a fireplace? Ooh, I I'm like the fireplace. <laughs> one of the two. I like Let's the go into shop. a fireplace. We're going to start and, and all of a sudden we're next to the fireplace. <laughs> Right. And so like I'm it. not quite sure how Zoom created this this technology, but I'm kind of a fan. I was playing with it earlier and I'm like, I think I think I like this. So we're going to sit here next to the fire. Um, <laughs> you guys can if you're if you're watching next this to the fire next to the fire in August. I love it. <laughs> it's August. Uh, it looks like it's autumn. It's it's not really autumn. We're, we're recording this in August. Um, so. Sheba, let's um, let's dive into the cost. Um, let's talk about there is. I, I'm I'm going to say this, and and this is not all all encompassing. This is not you know this is does not account for the good things that happen. Right. The vast majority of the conversations that that I hear about that are happening within our system of education are conversations that lack effective communication. Relationships and communication that lack that intentionality to build and grow trust. Conversations that, that really are, are unintentionally eroding away at trust, that are really debilitating um, our sense of progress, right? Our sense of empowerment. When we talk about the science of happiness and the pillars of the science of happiness, it's really not present as much as it could be, as much as we desire for it to be. So I wanna, I wanna ask um, for you to share a little bit through your lens of what is the cost of lack of effective communication in our schools? What is that cost? What what's what's the ripple of impact of that? Oh, I mean, well, it's I, first of all, let me just say it's um, it, it results in huge losses if if we're talking in measures of cost. Um, so the lack of communication it can be chaotic on every single level, you know, and especially coming from the perspective of being a teacher in a classroom. Because when we don't know what's going on or if things, and, and there's different levels of 
I, I don't want to use the word, but since we're talking cause, I'm going to say poor communication, Sandy, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that even if things were communicated well, but if they weren't communicated in a timely fashion, that can, you know, send teachers into a tailspin. Um, and especially if it's around topics that really impact students and families, because a lot of times, so let's just say, you know, if there's this big news, this big change that they're doing in a building, and I get that news on a Wednesday, and they also publish that news to parents, and then parents are emailing and calling with a ton of questions, but as an educator, if I haven't really had the chance to ask the appropriate questions or to get an understanding of whatever, you know, change or shift in, um, whatever we're doing, regulations, et cetera, it just makes it so hard to create those safe cultures and environments that you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And and, yeah. and can I just say, mm -hmm. and if yeah. parents don't feel safe, the kids really don't feel safe because and the kids are with us in school. We don't have all the answers, right? And then mm -hmm. when they go home and then the parents feel like they don't have the answers, then of course the children are impacted as well. Our nervous systems are hardwired to really need to know what's expected and what's expected of us, right? Absolutely. What we can expect and what's expected of us. And when we know that, it, it really allows our nervous systems to calm down so then our brains can open so that we can actually learn and we can, we can be innovative, we can be creative, we can actually create positive trusting relationships, but without that sense of safety mm -hmm. and it oftentimes it's not odd not intentional. Oftentimes, lack of communication it stems from a trying to go too fast, right? There's not enough time, you know, operating from that that lack of time mentality. Um, what are some other reasons why why um, there's unintentional lack of communication or, or ineffective communication? Um. So or. Like I said, so yeah, it's the the lack of time, the timeliness, and sometimes things just aren't explained thoroughly. So it could be information that's given in part. And so that that's another thing that I think can be very frustrating in regards to communication, at least in a building, right? Absolutely. So let's just say um, school leadership knows what's going on, but they don't want teachers to panic or whatever the reasons may be. So then they only give the information in part. And, you know, teachers are pretty bright people. And then if we have to search around and find the other information from elsewhere, then now we're dealing with trust issues because we're professionals. And all you had to do is tell us what we needed to know. And then we could have, you know, taken this information and, yeah, I just moved ahead professionally, as it were. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that, yeah, so when it comes to communication, at least in my experience, Sandy, I'm, I mean, I'm going into year 13, that's what it's been. Yeah. It's been the timeliness, right? Or it's information that's just given in parts. Or, and then I want to say this too, um, when things are communicated, we're not given the chance to really ask questions mm -hmm. and get the right answer. Sometimes the um, we're being talked to 
<laughs> you know, mm -hmm. instead of having the opportunity to engage with, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's more of a, a mandated type of communication versus a collaborative, uh, your voice is valuable type of conversation. Absolutely. And, and as a, yeah, well, and as a teacher, we're taught or we're encouraged and instructed not to do that to the children in our classrooms. Yet so often as professionals, this is what kind of gets kicked down to us by, you know, district personnel and et cetera. Yeah. And it, it's interesting. It's this, this unconscious behavior because I truly believe when, when I have one-on-one -on -one conversations with educators, whether I'm talking to superintendents, whether I'm talking to senators, whether I'm talking to whoever I'm talking to about education, mm -hmm. good humans, like they have a good heart. They, their intention, it, the vast majority, their intention is good. And yet the delivery really falls flat in, it, and really just comes down to, to how are we paying attention to the words that we're using and the intention behind how we're showing up in the world. We talk about culture and this being the culture playground, right? And we're, our, our culture is our internal culture, our team culture, our school culture, organization culture, our community cultures. You know, it's that, that ripple of all of it. And it starts with who we show up as because our cultures are the collective capacity of who we all show up as. And even, even within our own internal culture, right, within our own minds, we've either got an itty-bitty shitty committee or an itty-bitty cheerleading committee or anywhere in between, and whatever all those committees are, right. we've, we've all got them in our heads. Sometimes we're our biggest fan that day, and other, other days we beat ourselves up, you know, with the proverbial shame bat all day long. And then this happens, as you're describing, within our team environments, within our one-on-one -on -one conversations, within a staff meeting, within the districts disseminating information. Mm -hmm. And so as we, as we talk about the, this ripple of impact, it really creates this cycle, right? Because if we're not paying attention to how we are communicating, we're not being intentional with creating compassionate, trust building, honest, authentic, timely communication, if we're not doing that on purpose, we're perpetuating a cycle where we're not teaching that to happen. Therefore, when our students, our colleagues, our family, our friends that we're communicating with, we're now unintentionally eroding away at trust in every situation, even it's, if it's as simple as the grocery store. Right. I mean, think about the, the purpose behind, the, the intended purpose behind education, right? Mm -hmm. Is for us to all be happy, healthy, and safe, productive members of society, right? Right, yeah. And if we're not seen, heard, and valued for the unique, amazing humans that we are, and we're not communicated to through that lens, we're perpetuating a negative cycle that's not serving any of us. And it starts with our words. Right. So I want to shift a bit because we know what the problem is, right? We, we, and we dive into that um, during the, these masterclass sessions um, is around like, what, what's the heart of the issue? And we can talk about symptoms all day long. We can talk about the symptoms of 
an administrator in a school not sending out all of the information or even the principals not getting all of the information from the district and therefore it's half information here and half information there and then people are making up stories and uh, it's one story over here and it's one story over there. At the end of the day, those are symptoms of a root cause Mm -hmm. that comes down to how are we communicating with intention? How are we creating this environment that we are designing to be, this is who we are and this is how we do things here, to be in values alignment, to actually have that connectedness so that we can have the engagement, we can have the positivity, we can have the sense of progress together, we can have the innovation, we can get to this greater sense of purpose and meaning, right? We can actually live, I mean, all the research around the science of happiness dives into those five pillars. And when we think about Maslow's hierarchy even, of, of making sure that our basic needs are met, it, it is so vital that we actually create that welcoming, nurturing environment through our communication. So what would it be like? And, and I'm sure you've been on teams or in environments where it's been this way because it's, it's, it does happen. It is possible, right? In my, in my uh, over-optimistic, ever-optimistic, not over-optimistic because I like my optimism, my ever-optimistic brain um, goes to, this is possible. And you and I have both seen it work. Yes. If everyone showed up to live in alignment with their values and to communicate with compassion and honesty, empathy, and to build and grow trust, what would our schools be like? Oh, they would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but this is just in line with the conversations that we've been having, right? Um, when cultures are created with intention to create that trust that we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To really make people feel safe, to have open communication, because, I mean, communicating openly and honestly, I mean, that takes work, Mm -hmm. right? And that means that the, the culture is going to have to be created where people feel like they can say, you know, I'm scared about the information that I don't yet know. Or people can say, listen, I don't have all of the parts of information yet, but just hold on. As soon as I find out, I'll let you know. And then people on the other side trust that that's going to happen. So I think once you have that environment where that communication is, you know, flowing Mm -hmm. wonderfully, it's reciprocal. I mean, I think it just changes everything. Absolutely. Right. Especially like you're talking about with the science of happiness. I mean, if you are happy to go to work, it's not even work anymore. Right. You know, it's like I'm showing up, I'm showing up to teach my friends and family. (laughs) Right. And you, and you, you begin to say, I get to go to work today. I get to go to school today. Right. And so I want to, I want to do a quick little screen share, um, of the evolution of consciousness. And when we think about, um, who we, who we show up as, right? And, and depending on where someone else is in any given day, because we, we can all have days where, where we end up in, in a reactionary survival crisis management mode. We, we, we've all had those days or those moments where life happens, we get a flat tire, something you know is stressful, whatever it is, we can drop into that state. Um, and we can also understand who we're communicating with. And when we talk about building and growing trusting values aligned relationships, we're talking about this blue level here, right? And 
in order to get there, we need to understand if someone else is in a state that is actually um, at a lower level of consciousness in that moment. And it doesn't mean that they're they're a complete, inept, unconscious human. It simply means that that there's other things going on. Um, what's the, I don't know um, who said it, uh, but it's it's around like everyone is going through something. Like we 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 never know what's going on behind closed doors with someone in their world. Yeah. There's so many instances, and you know this having been around students and having a classroom full of of thirty ish plus or minus students. Right, you each one of them is going through something unique, and in order to connect with all of them and get them to a place where they can have their minds open to innovation and growth, you know, here at the, at the green level, right? Mm-hmm. You actually need to be able to speak to them from a values-aligned, trusting place. Right. But if they've not been fed that morning, if they um, had an argument with their sibling, with their parent, with whoever that morning, and they're in this blame and defensive place where they're still trying to manage the relationship that they just came out of, and you're trying to get them to play nice with their friends, they can't hear you yet. The brain doesn't allow for that. And so if you're trying to get them to be in a trusting relationship, you have to meet them where they're at. Stroke the the ego a little bit. We all have an ego from that place of, I see you, I hear you. It absolutely makes sense to my logic mind why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And what do you need from me right now? How can I show up in the best way possible? Using language this way with anyone, whether you're talking to your students, your your friends, your colleagues, whoever, is to be able to help people take their power back and understand that they are safe. Because if we can communicate into this yellow level and have someone go, oh, I am safe. I can rely on myself. Like I do have, I am empowered. I am worthy, right? Yeah. Because if you're down here, you're not feeling empowered. You're not feeling worthy. And then you can get into a teamwork space, but you can't get into teamwork or, or a trust building conversation if you've been triggered by something in your world. And this works on an individual level, a team level, a school level, and, and so, again, this is the evolution of consciousness for educators, leaders, and organizational culture, because we evolve through this, and it's, it can be fluid as an individual, and it can be fluid as a culture. Right. The goal is to actually get the majority of the culture to, to uh, in those in it, right, to actually be intentional about living in values alignment so that we can actually grow into this harmonious level of collaboration and universal consciousness of really um, the greater purpose of, of why we're doing what we're doing. But without the, the, the pillars of the science of happiness, and I'm actually gonna share that um, here really quickly, mm-hmm. um, without knowing that we are connected through a, a greater purpose and meaning, right? that we are connected to a clear vision in knowing our role, knowing that we're focusing on self-acceptance and trust, that we are connected through our sense of belonging. It's one of the basic human needs in life. And we do have a a sense of control and autonomy, knowing how and when we can be able to accomplish something. Shiva, this speaks to what you were talking about in terms of um, getting all of the information, because if you don't know, then you can't get into your state of flow. If you don't have the information of what you can expect and what's expected of you, then how can you get into this engaged state 
um, in order to then feel like your sense of progress, knowing that you're advancing towards this meaningful goal and, and getting to this place of environmental mastery and, and personal growth, which is how you intentionally evolve through the evolution of consciousness tree that I was just sharing. So that's a lot in a really short amount of time. Um, and what I, I, I want to be able to, um, to continue to share with everyone uh, through this format, through our podcasts, through our Trusted Educator series, <clears throat> our Conscious Educator Playground Masterclass series is bite-sized nuggets of what you can do, what is within your control. Um, it's why this this part of the series is just 25 minutes and we're, we're running up on that um, because it gets to be bite-sized. You get to take nuggets away with you. So those of you that are listening, those of you that are watching, um, go ahead and, and give us feedback below uh, with what's a nugget that you're taking forward with you from this conversation, whether it was a reminder, whether it's something new that you learned, um, whether it's just something that you're like, oh, I want to share that forward with someone, because that's what this is all about. The more that we can actually create a ripple of impact by not only elevating our own consciousness, but elevating the consciousness of those around us by coming from an inspiration and influence place and really having that core desire to build and grow trust with one another with all of our communication and all of our words. So um, Shiva, as, as we kind of start to wrap up, what is that nugget that you want, um, that you would love for people to walk away with? Um, so from all of this, at least, you know, for it to be actionable is we know that one educator just can't make the change for all of the field, but just do what you can to really take care of yourself and to be intentional about what you can control, which is the culture in your classroom. Absolutely. And I think once we start there, that can have a tremendous ripple of impact on so many of your colleagues, the students, and everyone else in the building as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's vital. One step at a time. One action step at a time. Anchored in your core values. Anchored in who you are showing up as each day. You get to take radical responsibility for who you're showing up as in order to then come from an empowered place to inspire and influence those around you. Absolutely. I am looking forward to next week's um, masterclass where we are going to talk about um, a simple roadmap, um, a flight path, if you will, to the destination you desire. Um, and we're going to talk about the next 12 months, knowing that um, we get to take radical responsibility and we can do that and we can pivot at any time in our lives. So we're going to dive into that topic next week. We look forward to having you all with us. And um, thank you for joining us here on the Conscious Educator Playground Masterclass. And we look forward to seeing you soon on our next episode. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Great to see you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the Conscious Educator Playground. Subscribe to this podcast and join our Conscious Educator Playground Facebook group. You can find me at Sandra Marie Herrera across all socials. I look forward to seeing you on the playground again soon. Cheers to another week living your life on purpose. Mm -hmm.